The Devil in Richmond Park by William Theodore Parks. Read for LibriVox.org by Nemo. I was walking about in a casual way through the ferns in Richmond Park. Twas just at the fringe of the twilight hour, on the skirt of the time called dark, and the wind was rough, and I couldn't succeed to kindle my threepenny smoke when a gentleman stepped from behind a tree and coughed and hemmed and spoke. You'll pardon me, sir, you're in want of a light, said he with a bow to me, and straight producing a braided star, he struck it against his knee, and with an expression of much concern to see that my weed was right, he manipulated the light himself with a courtesy most polite. I am one who is quickly impressed and won by measure of courteous act, so deeming it right to appreciate in response of appropriate tact. I spake to him thus, It's rare that a man in a gentleman's dress like thine doth care to assist the frivolous wants of a miniature vice like mine. So reckon it not as a rudeness wrought of an ignorant wish to know but I'd certainly like to learn the name of the gent who has touched me so. Then he glittered a grin from his cat-like eye, threw a coal-black lash on me, and he bowed with his lifted silk-top hat. I'm the devil himself, quoth he. Good gracious, yes, I was certainly struck, so suddenly thus to be, with the devil himself, but soon or late, he was bound to appear to me. So screwing my nerves to concert pitch, to play up my soul for wealth, with a supplemental proviso made for excellent mortal health. I offered to scribble my autograph in blood old storied style, to deed for a compensating line from his notable strong room pile. But he looked on me with a pitying glance, I counted somewhat queer and answer me thus, in a friendly way, with a slight, sarcastic leer. It's a long time, sir, I assure you, since I endeavored to so combine my games of spoof for the human soul and the bartering offish line. I suffered by many a measly cheat when mortals made those sales. You'll read of their shuffling, knavish tricks through the medieval tales. If you think that by selling your soul to me is the way to get rich, it ain't. You'll have to become a devil yourself in the garb of a modern saint. It's the fashionable way to play the game of hypocritical spoof. You have only to tailor your saintly robe to cover your tell-tale hoof. You have only to hypnotize mankind and teach them to gaze on high. And while you have mesmerized them thus, with eyes to the upward sky, you can plot, exploit, and sneak, and trick, and cram your wallet with wares, and earthly stocks, as you boom the run on the new Jerusalem shares. You can rob the widow and orphan child, but reputably go to church. And if, by the clogging of circumstance, you're pinched in the doom-dock lurch, the greater the pile of swag you've made, the fewer the blanks you'll draw, 
from the lottery wheel of the English bench and the name of the English law. It's merely a mode of paying yourself in advance a liberal wage for the government work you'll have to do in the broad arrow branded stage. Say thirty thousands of pounds you filch, five years is the time you'll do. Six thousand a year in advance, you see, to enjoy when you've pulled it through. Or, seizing your pile by dexterous coup, before they have time to look down, from the castles in the air you have built for them there, you can take a foreign ticket from town. And though you are lagged at the ends of the earth, you'll still find a breach or a flaw, whereby you can slip through the quips that confuse extradition, international law. Now that is how I teach the quickest way to cure your impecuniosity complaint. You must color the swag as a devil yourself in the garb of a modern saint. There's another way to pinch whereby you may keep your character apparently sound. Go pray and exhort, teach the vanity of wealth, and pay half a crown in the pound. Now bear it in mind if you're wanting to make, let this be your measureless plaint. The misery of wealth, get a halo and preach in the garb of a modern saint. Again he lifted his silk-top hat, and bowing an adieu to me, he vanished away with a lordly crawl in the trunk of the nearest tree. And thus were my medieval hopes of wealth by a caustic blow, dispersed in a lesson of evil taught by the devil who touched me so. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.